Welcome to Temporary Fandoms episode 18, or perhaps more importantly, The Four Part Four. That means we're halfway through this towering folly, and if you're just joining us, please go back to episode 15 where we kick things off with our journey through the discography of The Fall. If you've been listening all the way along, congratulations on making it this far. We've got loads of good stuff still to come. It's been a real pleasure watching this series take off on social media and getting interactions from past members of The Fall, including both Hanley brothers, Six Music's Mark Riley, and keyboardist Eleni Pulu. As a result, we've been creeping up the podcast charts, at least in our rather niche category of music history. If you're enjoying the show, please do share it with your friends, leave us a review, or even buy us a coffee, it all helps. You can find us on Beat Rehab at beat.rehab slash tempfans, or on our website at tempfans.com. Look out for the Spotify links to the playlist edition that cuts the album intros together with the actual music. It's really the best way to listen. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, in the place where it all started, which is on Facebook, at facebook.com slash groups slash tempfans. Let's get on with things, shall we? We all know why we're here, so let's carry on listening to the complete discography of The Fall. Hello there, welcome to episode... 18 of temporary fandoms um i i know there's a bit of a joke how i keep forgetting and i started remembering recently but we're recording a lot of these fall episodes back to back and so i am slightly lost in everything at the moment um my name's ewan i'm nick and we are we're powering into the well well i'll tell you a bit but spoiler late 90s of the fall uh, for good or bad um nick what are you covering today so I'll be introducing Cerebral Caustic from 1995 and 1996's The Light User Syndrome. Perfect. I'm welcoming back. We've got Joe Mitchell, who, who didn't introduce anything last time, but he is going to make up with that, for that with a plum. Joe, hey. Hey, that's right. I'm going to be looking at three records. I've got um, Levitate from 1997. I've got The Marshall Suite. And we're tipping over into the 21st century and also looking at The Unutterable. Perfect. Thank you very much. And obviously rejoining us is Zoe Van Hess. Zoe? Hi. Slightly tipsy now. Yay! Stormzy, (laughs) Stormzy, Stormzy. (laughs) No, mega shamer. I don't want to talk about that. Let's move on. Well, I do. I do. It's it's, it's one of the highlights (laughs) in the history of the pod. Um. As I call back to previous episodes, obviously we are, this is not the first episode of of the fall. Wherever you found this, if this is your first one, Stop, go back, uh, go and listen to our first few episodes on The Fall, listen to our episodes on Can, Yola Tengo, David Bowie, Butthole Surfers, The Pogues, Queens of the Stone Age, Spoon, and I would say ESG, but don't listen to that quite yet, and you'll find out at some point in the future. Um, find us on Spotify, find the Spotify profile, listen to the playlist, tell your friends, leave a review, uh, stop us, go and listen to your full collection. On, or go on Spotify or YouTube or wherever it is music is these days. TikTok. I imagine there's a full TikTok somewhere. That's what the world seems to be doing. Anyway, I I'm rambling. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so, um, we're, I'm going to hand you back over to Nick's capable hands. Um, and the next voice you hear will be him talking about cerebral caustic after this. It sounds like the fucking chairman, said Marky e. Smith of Dave Bush's program Rhythms for the new songs on 1995 Cerebral Caustic. 
Turn that fucking thing off, will you? And with that, he was gone from the band. Now I'm going to hazard a guess that those of you who didn't know this particular plot twist already definitely didn't see it coming. In 1995, Brixie Smith rejoined the fall. Does that mean a resurgence of what's considered the Brixie era sound? Not exactly, no. Although you can hear her trying. At the heart of Cerebral Caustic are a cluster of songs bearing the stamp of Brixie's popular leanings. So much so that there's a case to be made that had things been different, it could have regained the ground lost by middle-class revolt in the fall's popularity stakes. However, Marky e. Smith seemed determined for that not to happen. This is most painfully apparent on the absurdly titled Bonkers in Phoenix. In the background, one can discern Bricks plaintively singing the chorus to a song we will never properly hear, thanks to a barrage of noise that has been layered over the top of it, together with Marky e. Smith barking random things about Glastonbury and the short-lived Phoenix Festival over the top. He successfully renders what may have been a sweet pop song totally unlistenable. Early on the album, Don't Call Me Darling leaves us in no doubt to where things stand between the divorcees, with Bricks screaming the song's title with evident fury. Towards the end of the album is the spirited One Day, with its chorus of And one day you'll wake up and find you lost a good man. The result is that it feels like a bitter album, in which several sweet songs are buried. Hanley and Bricks tell contradictory stories about the genesis of feeling numb in their biographies, with Hanley saying it was a combination of ideas from him and Dave Bush, whereas Bricks claims it was her own. Of course, it's possible that all three of them deserve the credit. Sadly, its title betrays how the band are really feeling at this point. It charted lower than Middle Class Revolt, and it's safe to say that Bricks' return was not about to usher in a new era of poppier, more accessible fall songs. The atmosphere in the band was toxic, and we're on the brink of another major casualty.